Hey there, I'm Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host for the Minority Money Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You know why? Because this is the place you can come to get your weekly finance, family, and fitness motivation, not only to experience success in those areas for yourself, but also to help others in our community achieve greatness too. Super happy that you're on the show with me. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. And welcome to 2023. Goodbye to 2022 and hello 2023. I hope you all had a happy and safe new year. Super excited to get back into the show. I hope you enjoyed that mashup that we did for the end of the year. Just came out last week. So if you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to some of our top episodes from 2022, please do yourself a favor and go back and listen to some of those. But just like when every new year starts, there's so much hope. There's so much, I would say, optimism when the new year starts. And and so what I wanted to do today was talk a little bit about a few things, kind of give, you know, close up, wrap up 2022 and talk about 2023. Uh, Talk to you a little bit about the new format of the show. Then we'll talk a little bit about financial and investment outlook for the year and then how to continue growing your wealth in a down market. And then we'll talk a little bit about inflation and recession. We'll just touch on some stuff like that. So what I wanted to do is when we do the new show, or not necessarily the new show, but when we change the format a little bit, the biggest change is we're going to have a lot less guests on. We may have a few guests throughout the year, but not nearly as many as we've had in the past. So wanted to really focus on a few key things that we get from our listeners, like the feedback that we've gotten there. So first of all, let's talk about 2022 and how that wrapped up. We know that there was some market turmoil last year just because of everything that was going on. So we know the Dow Jones was crazy up and down. We know that all of the markets had their ups and downs. Now, there was some winners last year. There was a few energy stocks actually killed it last year. So if you had any energy stocks, you probably had a pretty good year. So everything was not down, just most things were down. But what I like to focus on during those times with my clients is we talk about behavioral finance, right? There's things that you can control and there's things that you can't control. What you can control is if you are invested in the market, right? A lot of people talk about being you know, in the market. And most of the time when I hear people talk about being invested in the market, that's only in their 401ks, which we'll talk a little bit about your retirement accounts later. I say 401ks because that's probably one of the most popular retirement vehicles, but you have 457s, you have 403Bs. There's a few other ones out there, but anything that, you know, you have your simple 401k or your simple retirement plan, you have separate retirement plans. There's a ton of retirement plans. I don't want to just name all of them, but that's the most of them. And so when I talk to people and most of them, you know, if they are investing, most of them are investing into their retirement accounts. Some people, a lot of people are finding out that you don't only have to invest in a retirement account. And I'll say that again, the only play you can invest outside of your retirement account as well. And a lot of people don't do that, not as many as you would think. And I'd say that there is a way to do it. You can open up an individual account or a joint account and you can invest in that account that has nothing to do with retirement and then the money is accessible to you. But before I get ahead of myself, I just wanted to, like I said, wrap up 2022. The year ended in a rally. It ended really, really well. We've seen interest rates go up, right? Interest rates, the Fed met a few times last year and they increased the rates every time. The latest increase in the rate was the 50% or 50 basis point increase. And, you know, I think that the market responded to that well. Like the recession, or I would say inflation rather, is moving in the right direction. It's went down a little bit over the last two months and that's been huge. People have really enjoyed that. One huge thing happened though, 
2022. Huge. For those of you that are retired, you're going to receive Social Security increases up to 40% for some people. They're going to receive huge increases. The cost of living increase for Social Security was really, really big. Some people getting up to you know, over $1,000 a month increase, some people getting even more than that. So if you are retired and you are receiving Social Security, you should be getting some nice increase this year for the first time in a long time. We have never seen an increase like this. I want to say it's been over 40 years since we've seen something like this. So it's been quite some time. So use that money wisely. A lot of people find themselves in different situations. And the best thing that I can say when it comes to money is saving it. There's no replacement for saving money. Like, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in an investment account. Just have some money saved aside. So if you're going to get this increase in your income, I would highly recommend that you earmark a part of this for savings. And so as we wrapped up the year, you know, in December, December was a very eventful month. I want to talk a little bit about what happened with my family this year. We actually bought a new house this year in the middle of this market. It was kind of crazy, but we found a house, absolutely loved it. And we moved after staying in the same place for 14 years. So we were very excited and blessed to be able to have the opportunity to move into a new home. And we've been able to have people over and share our new home with our friends and family. So as we get into 2023, today is the second day of the year. And what I'll say is this, there's going to be a lot of commitments. You're going to have an opportunity to make a lot of commitments, not resolutions. I always say New Year's commitments. There's something about a commitment, right? When you're committed to do something and whatever it is, whether they're going to be health choices, whether it's going to be, you know, going to the gym, whether it's going to be eating right, whether it's going to be spending less, whether it's going to be saving more, whether it's going to be spending more time with your family, spending more time with your significant other, whatever your goal is, be relentless about this goal. Okay. Or goals. If you have more than one. I wouldn't recommend doing any more than three or four goals just because I think that when we list out a ton of things to do, you can lose focus of what you really want to do. So as you're sitting there in January, and hopefully you've already made your goals for this year, if you haven't, please do so. We had a goal setting episode. I think I did it last year. So if you want to go back and listen to that, it'll talk to you about how to set goals. But I think that setting a small number of goals for yourself in 2023 will lend itself to a good year. And so one of the things we wanted to talk about, so the investment look for this year. So what are you going to do this year? Last year, we had just very volatile market. The things that you can control is if you are participating in the market. What do I mean by that? Are you still investing in the market? Do you still have fear of getting into the market? And let's back up a little bit on that market. What is the market? Typically, when people talk about the market, we're talking S&P 500. That's typically what people are talking about, or either the Dow Jones. That's what people are usually talking about. So we've seen the fluctuation there. And what I would say is this, is if you're looking for a place to start investing, you know, there's a number of ways you can do it. You can open up your accounts on your own. You can find a financial advisor. You can do a number of different apps to open up accounts for yourself. But the thing that's going to get you through 2023 is being consistent. Consistency is life's cheat code. And consistency is also the cheat code to accumulating wealth. So continual accumulation. I don't care if you only can do, or I don't care if you start with $25 a month. You can start with 25, you can start with 50, you can start with 500, you can start with 1,000. Doesn't matter what it is, even 10,000 for that matter, if you have that much money to put in on a monthly basis. I really believe that 2023, this is the year that you are no longer afraid to invest in the market. I promise you, do not be scared to invest in the market this year. This is the year. So 
What are you looking at? Emlyn, what do I invest in? Emlyn, I don't know what to do. Well, I'm not going to give you a recommendation because I don't know your personal situation. But what I can do is say that a lot of people start with index funds. If you don't want to work with an advisor, you don't want to go somewhere, then you know, look at an index fund. That's just a fund that mirrors an index. For instance, the S&P 500. You can go find something there. If you don't want to work with an advisor, if you want to work with an advisor, then we're here for you. Or you can find someone that you connect with, that you mesh with. What I'll say is this. There is something to be said about working with an advisor. During this time when the market was really tumultuous, if you will, my clients asking me questions about what we should do in the middle of this kind of market was something that was very valuable for them and for me to have those conversations and do a lot of listening, just to listen to what someone is saying, because we can only control so much. And the biggest thing that we can control is our behavior during those times of the market downturn or just volatile markets. The only thing we can do is control what we can do. And I think that you know, looking at your investment strategy at least once a year is something that you should do. We relooked at the investment strategy for all of our clients this year just because I think that it was time to do so. We had a pending recession and we needed to talk about that. So we made some adjustments and we did things and we kept moving forward. We did not look back. We did not let up. We didn't stop putting money away. We kept saving money and we kept getting ready for whatever it is that event that you're saving for, whether it's retirement, whether it's a family trip, whether it's just to have an emergency fund, whatever that reason is that you're saving didn't change just because the market was doing what the market was doing. You still need to save money. You still need to have money saved. And that money is going to be a level of comfort. What I found is when I'm talking to clients and they have a lot of money saved, they feel a little more secure when everything is kind of going crazy in the market. With that, how to continue to grow wealth. And like I said, it's just going to be consistency, just being consistent. I would say watch those inflation numbers for this year, right? Just let's see what happens in January. Let's see what happens. I think that we are in for a good year. I don't know if it'll be a great year in the market, but I think we can have a good year. And I think that you should be able to have some positive gains this year. This is January 2nd. And I'm proclaiming it now. This should be a positive year in the market. I know there's a lot of people talking about recession. I'm not so much convinced about the recession, but I do think there's things are going to move slow, but I think we'll break out of it. I just really feel like by the time we get to the summer, I think things will be going back to normal in terms of the market and the volatility. I could be wrong, but that's just what my gut is telling me. And so that's what I wanted to say. Now, let's talk about these goals that you have for this year. So if you set goals, great. Now what? How do you stay on track for your goals? One of the things that I like to use is I had this, I don't know if I want to call it like a poem or like a saying or just like, it's a thing called no excuses. And I've been reading it for over 20 years. Yeah, I've been reading it for a long time. I've been reading this thing for over 20 years. I got into this business and someone gave me this thing and it says no excuses. I'm going to read the whole thing to you. We'll even put this in the show note. And I think it's really good, especially as the new year has started and we have so much hope, so much anticipation so much, I would say, optimism for this year that this is something that I want you all to be able to have for yourself, to keep yourself honest and to keep yourself on track to hit the goals that you set for yourself this year. So this is my little couple paragraphs called No Excuses. Now, I can't take credit for writing this. I did not write it. I don't know who wrote it. It was given to me, but I'm going to read it to you. That's what can help you because it helped me. This has helped me for over 20 years about making excuses. And I'll talk to you a little bit about it afterwards, but let me read this to you. No excuses. Any excuse for non-performance, however valid, softens the character. It's a sedative against one's own conscience. When a person uses an excuse, they attempt to convince both themselves and others that unsatisfactory is somehow acceptable. 
they perhaps unconsciously attempt to divert the attention away from performance, the only thing that counts, to their own want for sympathy. The user is dishonest with themselves as well as others. No matter how good or how valid the excuse never changes the performance. The world measures in terms of performance alone. No person is remembered in history for what they may have accomplished. History never asked how hard it was to do something, nor considers the obstacles that someone had to overcome. No person performed a worthwhile task without consciously ignoring the many plausible excuses. Washington might have reported the Delaware is running with ice. That would crush our boats. Lincoln might have said, the people will simply not support a war to keep the South in Union. Eisenhower may have said at Normandy, as the Germans did, the weather made amphibious assault impossible. To use an excuse is a habit. We cannot have both the performance habit and the excuse habit. We all have a supply of excuses. The more we use them, the lower our standards become. The poorer our performance and the better we perform, the less plausible our excuses become. The next time you want to defend your slothfulness with an excuse, instead say, no excuses. Notice the startling effect this will have on your self-respect. You will recognize your failure. You have been honest with yourself and you'll be one step closer to the performance standard. The title of that is No Excuse. Don't make any excuses for yourself in 2023. Make this year the best year you've ever had. That's all we got today. We have some more stuff coming for you next week. We're going to talk a different topic next week, but I wanted to get this to you. I wanted to have you share this with you because it's been such an inspiration to me. And we will have that in the show notes for you. Like I said, until next time, this is your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP, to support and be supported by others just like you. And again, we're glad to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it can't be your complete one-stop shop. I know, I know, that really sucks. But I don't know anything about your specific situation. So please reach out to an attorney or a CPA, or you can reach out to me, a financial planner, to help you with your specific situation. To get a hold of us, please reach us at fan at Minority Money Podcast. That's F-A-N at Minority Money Podcast, so we can get to know you there. Thanks for being here and until next time.